This episode of Blitzed is brought to you by Rip Curl. And with winter kicking in, it's time to get new rubber. And you can't do better than the Flash Bomb Fusion wetsuit. With the Fusion Dry Seam technology, you can stay warmer for longer in the revolutionary wetty with seams that do not leak. I just got together with Nick Pollett and we've just finished making a new Rip Curl search edit with Mace, Mick and Gabby somewhere in the uh, secret faraway realms of desert Australia and, mate, they're all repping the Flash Bomb Fusion Weddy and they are freaking. When we're going through all the footage, you know, there's there's big chunks of the boys holding up the weddies and talking about them, just going, these things are f- the best they've ever made. So they're built using 100% E7 flash lining. The Flash Bomb Fusion with the Fusion Dry Seam technology, it's the ultimate balance of flexibility, warmth and durability. So experience over 50 years of innovation fused into one weddie that is 96% stitch free. That's the Flash Bomb Fusion Wetsuit. Get it now at ripcurl.com. Competition surfing. Rashes. Oh, yeah. Baby, I can Welcome to Blitzed Pure Tour Nerdism, where we break down all the shenanigans from the wide and wonderful, sometimes wonderful, often disappointing and fucking tragic world of pro surfing. And uh, to help us out today, while Smithy's still just on the tail end of his pilgrimage in the Indian... Indian? I don't know, Himalayas somewhere is uh, is a man who's stuffed his head with more surf knowledge than Al Hunt's had complimentary lunches at contest sites around the world. He's a 10-year editor of Tracks Magazine, former CT event commentator, author of books such as MP, the Michael Peterson biography, Bra Boys, The Big Sea with Richie Lovett and Golden Days, Tales from Australia in the 70s. He's an environmental activist and a filmmaker and a dad at 50. Now he's back in the chair at Surfing World. How long have you been there, mate? 15 years or something? I'll ask you in a sec. But you've got the D-fib out. And you're just charging up the old aorta. Just electric shock in that motherfucker. Back to life for its 60th birthday. Sean Doherty, welcome to Blitzed. How you Born going? Borno, it's a pleasure, mate. Good to be here. Yeah, mate. I just, just survived the 60th. Fuck, it was torrid. Oh, yeah, oh, I, I was... Going to say, mate, geez, you've done an amazing job. That's the biggest surf mag I've ever seen in my life. It is um, the old surfer surfer magazine, Big Issues. It's got a it's got a bit of that about it. Yeah, it's a full head exploder. The um, yeah, going back and you know going through you know thousands of pages of the old mags, and you kind of take a little bit in from each one. You know, as you go, it's like and it's like um, you know, and you're jamming all of that into your head. By the end of it, mate, I was so cooked. Oh. The, with with surf, you know, with surf knowledge and bits, little weird tangents, and mate, I just needed to to basically go surfing for a month and not look at it. Yeah, mate, exactly yeah. what I've done. Oh, well, good on you, because um, yeah, it's it's an amazing achievement. I remember when we were making the three hundredth, and we uh, you'd remember this, we we counted every single photo that had <laughs> ever been run and just ran a poll. It was basically Fitzy's idea because he was like, I. Don't, I don't want to hear about anyone's opinion of who the best is or who the most influential was. I just want cold, hard facts. 
on the and, data. And uh, yeah, t- in typical TF style, we counted all up, and he's three photos short of Simon Anderson. <laughs> and did he, reckon you missed, did he reckon you missed a couple? Oh yeah, he rang me up, going, "Did you get these ones that aren't credited? Because that's definitely me." I was like, <laughs> "Oh man, come on." But um, <laughs> nah, Sean, they look uh, awesome to have you on, Blitz man. Uh, I find it remarkable, other than the fact that you have a baby or probably a toddler now, but that you still have the slightest bit of interest in pro surfing after everything you've been through. <laughs> I know. It um, made it, it's been a torrid couple of decades, and but it, mate, it still lives with you as much as you hate it. It's, I know. You know, you know what it's like, Warno, mate? As much as you hate it, there's a bit of you that loves it, yep. and they'll always get drawn back to it. And it's, and it's kind of cool now that I don't have to write, you know, and cover it daily, which, you know, for 20 years is like, is like, a, like a prison sentence. Um, you can actually just watch it a bit more with, with a freer eye mm. you now, and just pick and choose your moments and and watch good bits of it, and which I you know hasn't exactly been in the last few events, but I've been watching it anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, we're we're just but, gluttons for gluttons for anything surf. You know why? It's because like we grew up in the era where you just could not get it on screen. <laughs> so like you, you kind of like I, I think it's almost a, a case of like we just can't move on into the world and accept that this is always going to be there. It's like, oh, man, I almost want to, like, get out my VHS and start recording off my computer. But it's still fucking amazing, eh? You, 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 you'll flick on YouTube and it's, like, there. And it's, like, and then you'll go and watch, like, then you'll flick it on again. There's, like, this thing of fucking crewy in Samarja. Yeah. It's actually kind of fucking pretty fun. I don't know any of these kids surfing in it. Oh, but, good comp. But, that was, that was a good comp. I, I, frothing for Morgs and Caius. And, uh, yeah, congratulations to both those those guys for a good result over there. But you're right. You just can't stop watching. And uh, this is this is the world we live in now, mate. It is, mate. It's everywhere. Nerds. Yep. Uh, just a side note before we get going, mate. Look, I know I... I Feel like I'm fat shaming Al, but uh, this is Al Hunt, the, you know, the admin legend from the ASP. I don't know if he was there way back in the IPS days, but he's definitely uh, he's definitely been around for the IBS days. <laughs> oh dear, sorry, bad. Do you want to? You want to? Hey, you want to? You want a good Al Hunt story? Yeah, go. Right, now, I was, we were working one of the quickie pros at Snapper, right? And we and me and Ronnie actually was on it as well. We we're working in the in the commentary and we had the shift, right. It was like, we finished a heat. It might've been like a, like happy 11 and, and me and Ron go, sweet mate, let's go, let's go and get early lunch. Let's be, cause you know, you get the buffet lunch and it, it served in a demountable and fucking air, all the crew come in and mm-hmm. mate, if you're one minute late on it, the, the line, there's 50 people in the line and, you know, and people fuck around putting salad on. It takes forever. And, <laughs> and let's go, let's, we go, mate, let's, let's jump in early. And we yeah. feel like the, the, the crew are setting the lunch up. I go, mate, we're in here. Like we're first in the line and, and we get in, me and Ron, and like we literally, they take the covers off everything and me and Ron are the first in there. And we start loading up the plates and then Al Hunt comes in and we turn around and we, we go to Al. I said, mate, Al, you're dropping the ball, mate. What's happening? You're not first in line. He, he just laughs. He goes, ha, 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 ha. He goes, rookies. He goes, this is seconds. I've already <laughs> been to the kitchen. <laughs> and we, oh. and that was it. we were just, we are not worthy. We are not worthy. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's such an absolute lord. I mean, they didn't call him the sea cow at Narrabeen for, for no reason, <laughs> mate. But, um, yeah, God bless him. And I uh, hope he's doing well. Yeah, mate, no, he's the best, mate. Let's rip into it. Um, let's do it. The Surf City El Salvador Pro at Punta Roca. Super playful right point. It has wrapped, obviously, a few days ago. Um, now, Sean, what we like to do is give our events a shat rating. 
uh, and Shat being uh, and, and the S for skits. How skitsy was it? H for her madness. Was there much madness? Uh, a for are you kidding me? And T for torture. And, mate, on my rating, it, it only managed a 2.5, which is really low because I'm, I'm easy to froth out. But mm. I'll, I'll, I'll walk you through it. Um, the waves were really fun, um, particularly for the early rounds. Far out, Grom, heaven, just these glassy sort of open face, long winding rights, just open canvas. The performances were really strong. There were great heats. Um, it fizzled at the end. But I just can't help but feel, mate, that the post cut tour is fucking flailing badly um something is broken here it, it's killing my enthusiasm uh, it, it's having an effect on my enthusiasm to actually you know make the effort to watch events which is new that's a new feeling for me and then when i do sit down oh my care factor is just real low uh regardless of who's surfing for what and i think the reason for that man is just the lack of consequence. There's no consequence for crew down the bottom end of the rankings. The crew at the very top are kind of in this weird arm wrestle. The, the race to get into the top five just doesn't seem doable for crew outside of, you know, eighth spot on the on the on that um on those rankings. Uh, this is on the men's. On the women's, it's a, it's a bit of a crapshoot. It's just so all over the joint. And I don't know, man. I think the waves are just fucking... How many, <clears throat> how many more, like, you know, just waves without fucking consequence can we cop? Like, yeah. no truth, Shorno. There's no truth. No questions nah. are being asked. And I just... I think I've just reached the end of my limit with, with waves that just don't deliver fucking, you know, big questions. So, a 2.5, despite the fact that there was a lot to like about this comp. That's all I could give it. How about you? Uh, yeah, flat two, I reckon, for me. Um, it, like, even the waves aside, right, just the the whole deal with the with the mid-tour cut and and kind of, you know, and then taking the top 22 onwards and, you know, the the top 12 women and, and moving that onwards. Basically, what you've done, and it, it sounds good in theory, right? It's like, because basically what you've done is gone, right, you've created all this extra drama in the middle of the year where it's flat, but basically you've stolen that from the end of the year. Um, so you haven't really created it and ha you haven't made this thing out of nothing. You've just moved it from where it used to exist at the back end of the year where you'd have crew, you know, crew fighting at the top and crew fighting at the bottom. And yeah, it's like premier league, you know, when you get to the last round of um, last round of the year, you've got, you've got the Premier League title going on at the top mm. and you've got relegation battle at the bottom. Yeah. And it's fucking drama and it all happens at once. And it's – so basically they've just moved the bottom end of that drama to the middle of the year. And and so all you're left with, as you said, is the is the top end. And and if you, you're fighting for those top five places, mate, right now you could say three of those, both in men's and women's, are, are sewed up already. Mm. So you're only looking at probably two spots – and that's the whole point. It's, and and that's the whole point of, of these events. Yeah. Is is fighting for those last two spots, which which when you get to Trestles, you know, with Stephanie aside last year, probably won't matter anyway, because you're unlikely to win from those two spots. Mm. Um so it's it kind of the structure of it's all, you know, that oh, they thought they were killing it by doing it, but I they've kind of just moved 
it's a it's a net sum game. So they've just moved the drama from the back end of the year, where it was actually fucking really proper, and moved it to the middle of the year. Yeah. And, and so now you're left with this dead, this kind of dead zone, as you were saying. And it it just how happens it coincides with three fucking pretty flat events, you know, and in shit time zones for us to watch as well. So you go wave pool into El Salvador, into Brazil, like, fuck, yeah, just give me the highlights, thanks. I won't yeah. be staying up till four in the morning watching that. Yeah, exactly, man. Um, and I, I just can't help but think if this was a regular old, and, and I, I'm not saying going back to the old system is is the answer by, you know, like, like maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But if I just think of this year as a traditional race to the end, you know, without the, the finals day um, thing, uh, showdown, it's a incredible year. Like, all of a sudden, every event is so worth watching. And, I mean, what's going on with Jack Robbo uh, sort of falling off his perch and Griffin getting momentum and Philippe starting to answer back and, you know, even Steph climbing the ratings on the women's side. Tyler, it's just all these sorts of things just feel like every event is unmissable if, it, if it's in that old format. But now, just because yeah. it's just let's get into a safe spot, it just kills that. But... Mate, let's uh, let's look at this event and, and sort of how it played out. Felipe Toledo took down Griffin Cola Pinto in a rematch of last year's final. Um, took down his kind. I mean, he basically removed Griffin's boardies, took the uh, drawstring <laughs> out and just whipped his backside with a cat and nine tail style. Absolutely dominated the final. Two excellent scores. Searing lacerations. Punchy off the lips. You know, so deadly in this type of surf. Near unbeatable and um, and coming on so strong. Uh, in the women's, Carolyn Marks defeated Tyler Wright. Pretty lackluster final. Carol getting the best score uh, in that one. It was a bit of a, just a fucking lottery, wave-catching lottery. I think her stopping Riss in the semis was a big deal. Riss uh, early on looked so unbeatable. Wow, wow, wow. God, she's looking good. Feels like uh, Carissa just, you know, it feels like Carissa to me, mate, is... Keeping her motor really running hot, like so she doesn't get to trestles and have to sort of you <laughs> know again. kick it over uh, in case Steph gets on a roll. She just looks so so good. Um, but that they were the finals. Uh, so you know, Carolyn Marks defeating Tyler, Philippe Toledo defeating Griffin. Uh, it, what did you make of that stuff, mate? I mean, I, I guess the big surprise for me there is just the lack of fucking it's like goat pool gate never existed the the guy who squeaky wheeled just got oiled and um yeah, i just can't believe that there, there was no fallout from uh all of that you know open sledging from the competitors against the organization do you think that actually was a good way to handle it uh well it tends to work if you look if you look historically like whenever there's a major fucking judging blow up over something it always auto-corrects, mm. like, you know, by magic, somehow in the couple of events after. And and I think it's, you know, it's human nature in a way. Um, and it's, you know, like I, I looked at it, it was, it was watch it all go down. And I, and I couldn't, at that point, I couldn't care less because the waves were pumping down here at that point. And the, <laughs> the whole drama around the wave pool was like, fuck, man, I could, that is like so far down the ladder of things mm. that are even fucking, you know, important to me right now. Um, but but I looked at it and just gone, mate, like, you're kidding me? Like, you, like you, the Brazilian guys have, like, won everything for 10 years. 
and nah, and hilarious. now they're blowing up. And I, I did to that point though. The the wave pool thing for me, they did have a point. I watched Italo and one wave in that final, and just went, "Holy shit, he's like surfing on another planet right now." And it kind of struck me what was what was happening because obviously the judges were were given shit by the Brazilian guys for rewarding kind of classical surfing, but but I think it that's the nature of the the tub is that classical surfing in the tub is fucking easy, mm. you know. It's easy. Like you and I can sit there and draw nice lines and make it look easy. Like we're not Ethan, you know, you, we can't push turns that hard. Um, but then you look at what Italo's doing, you know, and, and the progressive angle. That's what the tub should be, mm. you know, it's just because the wave's perfect and uniform. And the beauty of classical surfing is is trying to make it work in nature where it's not orthodox and, mm. and the wave doesn't always link and, and it's actually hard to, to – to link everything and make it look fluid and, and flowy and, and, and to throw a bit of heat at the same time. Mm. So I think they kind of, they do, they do have a point that they need to fix that, that, that has got to be an experimental pool in all formats. Yeah. You know, you, you've got to fucking, that change the criteria completely for that thing. Yeah. Um, I think that um, Smithy and I touched on that, you know, it's, it just has to have something different. Like it's got to have a, uh, an element of surprise. It's, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be re-engineered in some ways where there are sections that demand, you know, a, a more fucking outrageous approach to it. Because it does, yeah. that wave, like one of the, the, and, you know, you and I have had the uh, good fortune to surf it. You, you just, you're basically meditating on it. Like, it's just so <laughs> cruisy. And uh, as you say, yeah. you know, you can just, like, surf, uh, if anything, you just cruise on it. Um, it just doesn't have enough fucking, like I was saying, have a rock to ollie over or something. Just give us something that requires, you know, a, a little bit of imagination, yeah. but it's a really tricky one to get, get creative on. Yeah. So it was interesting to see it revert back to a natural wave, which was still pretty fairly uniform. It was a bit pockety and sectiony and, um, but it was, yeah, like I, I wasn't exactly shocked that Philippe Toledo won the final, you know? Um, and he beat Griffin to do it. So it basically flipped the whole thing around from, uh, from, from the wave pool. Jeez, but, he is so fucking crazy in that sort of surf though. Like, yeah. man, he looked at cut above, like Griff just like, like I said, he just got spanked in that final. Um, yeah, well the, the danger signs there is like that wave, you look at how it breaks, it, very similar to trestles, the right, just go, man, it's a bit of a warm up for trestles really. And if that's Trestles, fuck man, just give Toledo the title. Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be uh, well. You know the 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 Griffin uh, hometown like home court energy is going to be so intense, man. And last year, like he was so inconsistent. He he won two events, didn't make the top five. Yeah. And this year, he looks like a different creature. He's tapping right into. I think more than anyone, he's the guy who is living that. Uh, enjoy the the journey, not the destination. You know, he just seems to be yeah. so in touch with it. He doesn't seem to be getting as rattled as much. But man, guaranteed Californian kid, home break, trestles, the amount of noise that's going to be and energy that's going to be coming at him is going to be off the charts, dude. And like how he handles that is going to be really interesting. But let's get into just a couple of um, you know, a couple of of talking points here, Shauno. Best heat. I really struggled to 
kind of get excited by anything. But the heats that interested me and that I enjoyed were Lobby versus Ethan in round 16. Yep. I feel like Ethan's been on a huge sector nine, just bombing a hill, carving his way down towards the top five. And Lobby just chucked a little stone under the front wheel as he was uh, coming down into the flats. <laughs> uh, it yeah. wasn't, you know, it wasn't the end of the world, but far out, man. How good is it to see Lobby, like, just fucking coming out and just blowing up? Like, his surfing looks so razor sharp. He's kind of yeah. almost in the middle of those two guys, Philippe and, um, and Ethan. Totally. Yeah, man, I, like, I, I, I love Lobby surfing and, and the ultimate fucking underground guy you know, and kind of emblematic too of, of that whole, his whole crew on tour. And they like that, that middle tier, you know, Australian crew who've had to battle through and are suddenly starting to look really fucking good. Mm. You know, you chuck Connor into that mix and, and Jack O'Baker into that mix and, you know, who've all lifted and, and like this really wasn't an event you'd, you'd probably tip lobby to do much good in. You'd probably, if it was, was six six foot plus for sure um but mate he looked yeah he looked amazing that was my pick of my heats as well mm. that one between ethan and and uh and hey, I mean, like you, I, you've I got, got cheering ethan on because i wanted i just want to make sure he gets into that top five yeah because you, um, you've got the uh the north strati connection um your partner ashton's from oh, up that way so you're spending a lot of time up there you're obviously how, how's the energy around ethan and that that island at the moment because Geez, he's been setting the world on fire. Like his surfing yeah. is is world champion material right now. Oh yeah, the froth factor is pretty high on there. You know, for a sleepy little island. Um, you know, obviously the breakthrough win last year, but I think they, you know, got you, you follow because I follow the point. Look at look at our board writers Facebook page. Yeah, mate, there's like four posts, four Ethan posts a day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> mate, Ethan takes a shit. And there's a post up there. You know, it's like they, they're just so loving it, and it's. Um, and you could, you know, in a, in this kind this world, mate, this year, you could, there's a, you could probably, you could see it happening, you know, if it got to, you know, the thing is he had, the judges had to go with him and cause he, if he's got an air game, but it's not a Brazilian air game. And if, and so the criteria needed to shift slightly. And mm. the thing is it hasn't shifted because the judges shifted it. He should, Ethan surfing shifted oh, it. I totally and, agree with that. hundred percent. And so, and so they had to, the judges had to reassess on the back of what he was doing. Mm. And, and, it, and the blow up at the pool was all about Griffin and, and Italo, but fuck really it's, it was about, it was about Ethan and, and Medina yep. and that earlier on in the event. And that was because that's the one that I think they're really eggy about because Griff's got a fucking super air game and he, you know, he, he, Whereas Ethan's got an air game, but it's not on that level. Nah. But Ethan's the one that they're more probably worried about, I reckon. Oh, I, I think that is 100% what that entire blow-up was about. Like, where's yeah. this guy's airs? And, um, yeah, I, I think you're right, though. And to the judges' credit, man, like, they have made that perfectly clear since the start of the year. Like, that style of surfing is where they want to see the surfing, like, you know, progression. Like they yep. want to see the progression of rail, not just the air game. So, hundred percent, mate. Then it hasn't moved. Like for ten years, it probably hasn't moved. Nah. And look, who, look who who succeeded on the back of that. Like you know, Joao uh, at Bell's last year, um, signs and and yep. that it was coming. And now he's just slipped into Ethan's uh, jet stream, or sorry, the other way around. He, he's sort of riding Ethan's slipstream 
and is getting rewarded for just searing rail surfing. Um, you could say the same for Jack Robbo, you know, at the start of the year. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, it, it's definitely um, consistent, I think, the judging. Uh, and, and, fuck, man, Philippe, for all of that, you know, we want to see progression. Like, no one's pushing the rail other than Ethan as hard as Philippe. So, yeah. you know, it all, yep. it all slots in. Man, it all makes sense when you look at the big picture. But That's the other thing. Like, those guys have got it as well. You know, yeah. Medina and Toledo, they've got the rail game as well. And like, Well, you know, unless you ask Jordan Toledo's Smith, he doesn't, he doesn't think uh, Medina or, or Italo know how to use their rails at all. He reckons they've <laughs> never <laughs> even seen the water. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's interesting. Like, it's classic debate. It comes up every, you know, from time to time. Um, but it's it's really interesting to see it, you know, develop towards the point end of this year. Yeah. Mate, um, the other heat that I loved, uh, just purely for the, the narrative, was Molly and Steph in the quarterfinals. Molly yeah. uh, having just a blinding start to the year. But, you know, the old sheriff, she may not be as quick on the draw in a high noon standoff, but, my God, she'll just pull out the bazooka and just obliterate her opposition if there's a misfire. And and I just love that, uh, you know, uh, your Tylers, your Carissas, your Stephs, the, these women... They got a little scare at the start of the year with Katie in the top five and and uh, Molly doing so well, but geez, they they just bide their time. So patient, and uh, you know Steph has slipped into the top five again now. Katie Simmers uh, has slipped out. Yeah, I just like that. You know the story uh, takes another twist on the women's side of the draw there. Yeah, totally. The Groms have come back to the field a little bit. Um, you'd really love, yeah, you, know, you want it. You'd love to see like Molly and Katie make the top five just for, for chits and giggles because mm. just to throw them amongst that last day and see what happens. Cause you're going to get Carissa there. You know that like she's basically there. Um, you know, Steph's probably still got a bit of work to do. Um, probably lucky she's got J-Bay between now and then. Mm. So she'll probably, you know, she'll probably make it, but you'd, you'd love to see Katie Simmons there on the final day. Just, just to see what oh, would happen. It's, you know, it's a scary thought. For, it would be the ultimate wild card. Yeah, I mean the 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 one thing maybe playing to uh, to the advantage of your Steph's uh, Caroline's right in the middle, but I'd still class her as a bit of an old school power surfer. Uh, is that you know the judging is the way that it is? Like I wonder how excited they'll get for airs if Katie starts busting fins and doing stuff at trestles because you could see that definitely being part of her strategy as a point of difference. But yeah. um, mate, uh, I, I was I'm not going to really talk about best wave. There was there was a heap of of good surfing. Nothing really like you know st- stood out to me as uh, you know a ten point ride or anything near it. So what about biggest surprise? I mean, for me, it's it's Ian Gentile by country mile. Never yeah. thought he'd even make the cut. He took out Jack Robbo, took out Italo. With, uh, he had an eight point six or something against Felipe in, in their um, semi. Just a, a good one for the long and lean boys. <laughs> it's not a whole lot of them on tour these days. And, well, yeah, I, I thought, you know, a, a pretty fun run through this event for, for Ian. Oh, cool. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, I, that was – it was funny. We did it, like, might have been, like, a decade long ago when, when he was back with – he was a Billabong Grom at that point. We did a boat trip with him, and he was he was the grommet of the trip, and and it was like everyone was hyping him up, and then a year later he, he disappeared. Yeah, and no one's seen him again for like ten years. He came back; he was bald. He had a uni degree, and and somehow he qualified for the tour. 
So it's, it's kind of nice that, and you listen, I actually enjoy listening to him being interviewed mm. and, and you can, you can really tell the difference between someone who's gone and lived and someone who's, and the people who just live on tour, you know, um, he doesn't speak in sports babble. Um, you know, he sounds like a normal person and, um, which, which is kind of nice to have someone like that there and to have him, have him succeed, mm. or, you know, after, a, after all of that is fucking unreal, you know, and he's yeah. surfing was, it looks a bit jinky at times, but then he'll throw it, he'll throw one turn and you go, holy shit, this guy can, you know, this guy's fucking got something. Yeah. Real um, cool, man. Like any, any sort of uh, underdog story like that is so easy to get behind in, uh, in this post cut world where. Just trying to find something to, to uh, yeah, you know, get excited. <laughs> to latch about onto, is, is, yeah. Is cool. But like, yeah, for him and Lobby to make the semis is unreal. Yeah, that, know, was, that was that sick. was really that was good, man. It was uh, I enjoyed that. All right, pure melt, and there are a few here, man. Women's side of the draw, not so much. Um, it's it's just so small over there, the the field that you know, fucking anything can happen. On the men's side, though, Jack Robbo consecutive you know, early round exits after the biggest start of the year. That injury has really derailed his momentum and he's such a creature of, of energy, man. Like, you know, we yeah. talk about it a lot. If he's, if there's a full moon, you know, you can tell that Jack Robbo is going to come out with a different spark in his step. And I, I feel like, you know, he's really, oh, this time away has, has just uh, has really worked against him. Yeah, mate, his knee's not good. <laughs> I think that's that's the long and the short of it. Like there were a couple of turns there that he the heat he lost and went out on. Like he, he chose not to land a couple of couple of airs, mm. um, which is telling you like chose not to land him in the flats. It's telling you his knee's not good. Nah. And you could you could see it, mate. He wasn't chasing much at the end. And Jack Robbo at the, you know, at any other point in time would just absolutely you know eat that stuff up, but. It's clearly that his knee's not there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what's he in fifth place now? He's still hanging on it, you know. Um, unless he gets the chopes and where he's all he's got to do is pull in, and which he, which he you know, he's going to do. And um, and Jay Bay, he was unbelievable last year as well. So that's... Jay Bay, unbelievable, but he's going to have to turn at Jay Bay. Mm. And, and I still don't reckon, like, the knee looks like he's just going to have to nurse it through the season. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, the only hope is a, a big result at Chopes, but then he's going to get to Trestles and going to have to turn again anyway. So, oh man, um, it's it's pretty, it's 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 not pleasant to watch because he was, fuck man, he was so good. Oh at no, the start of the year. he looked and, so on point, didn't he? You know what? It had had whiffs of that Parco start to twenty two thousand and nine, and yeah. I just does hope it doesn't have a, a Parco end. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I hope he's, uh, hope he pulls it together, mate, and um. Yeah, and if it doesn't happen this season, man, I hope he's back and, yeah, make some stuff happen next season. Mate, John John Florence, outside of that top five, yet to surf in a WSL finals day. He went down in round three. It's Look, I just can't yeah. help but feel like what Nathan Florence is doing is affecting John John's performances. Because, <laughs> you know, if right. anyone wants to be pulling into these fucking mortal cones, it's, it's John John, and here he is. Surfing these just grubby pool events and fucking El Salvador and just like, you know, still still number seven in the world. But where does the spark come from? Like, is it going to happen in Brazil? I just can't see it. Like, uh, it doesn't look, doesn't look real interested, does nah, he? Nah, it's, it's a he, weird um, one, man. 
Then he, like his energy ebbs and flows with the with these tour stops as well. So look, look at the pool. Like you, you know, fuck man, he was so disinterested at the pool. Yeah, couldn't care less. El Salvador couldn't care less. You tick Brazil as well. You know, I'm sure if Javey gets well, you'll you'll see him. You know. Uh, perform a little better. Um, and then oh, he's got FOMO, mate. I'm calling but, his, his oh, big mental herb hurdle is FOMO. In this middle part of the year where everything's popping off all around the world and he could be chasing it. And he's just, yeah, he's tied yeah. to this, you know, tied to this shit show leg of the tour that really there's nothing happening. Mm. Um, yeah, and this is cumulative, there's cumulative stuff here too. This is year on year now that, He's looking at this and going, fuck, why am I here? Why yeah. am I here? Why am I here? Uh, and, uh, yeah, you feel unless he unless he goes and wins pipe at the start of the year and is and has something to to chase and hold on to the whole time, you know, fuck. But this, seven, is where, like, this is where the top five fucking doesn't work, man. Because even if you win pipe, you, you're only looking at the top five. Like, finishing top at top of the year doesn't really matter. So, like... It does feel like in these events, John John can just go, "Oh fuck, I'll just, I'll just bank J Bay and Tahiti and just yeah, make it anyway." Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's definitely thing- that that mood of disinterest is not just with surf fans, man. I reckon it's it's no. permeating throughout the tour, and but, it needs to be fixed or or addressed. But, but uh, yeah, you know, you know, the other thing though, mate, is like on current form and the way he's even looked all of this year. Even if he made trestles, if it's three foot trestles, there's no way he's going to win. Mm. You know, like Toledo will eat him alive yep. at three foot trestles, and that Ooh. like that's gonna, that's gonna, that's gonna, you know, that that's gonna just be repeatable year on year, and because he's, you know, Griff might throw a spanner in the works, or, but it, you know, I just don't think three foot trestles, John will ever win a world title. On a day at three foot trestles, yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, you know, that, that's uh, the shake up that needs to happen the, at some point. Yeah. So, so the other melt is after uh, you know, have a check this out for a little run, right? Medina wins Margaret's, goes to the pool, has a hissy fit, gets to uh, El Sav and finishes with like I think it was a round of sixteen, maybe a ninth or something. Oh, man, there has never been. Uh, like, I just I feel like Medina is really struggling to find momentum or, or interest. I feel like he's in the yeah. same boat as John John, where he's he's manufacturing competitive surfing and he can't quite figure out why. Something like yeah. that, you know. It's it's I've just finished this rip curl edit where he goes away with Mace and Mick. And he's got kind of almost a similar vibe in that, where he's yeah. um, he's he, he's going, am I am I a free surfer? Am I a competition surfer? Like I like who both, am I? but what do yeah. I love? It's he's almost where John John was a few years ago when he was just sort of sailing his boat around. And granted, John John was injured, but yeah, I feel like the the big challenge for Medina is just trying to tap back into that absolute animal that's that's buried within him, you know. Yeah, I agree. What are they? It's like six and seven in the ratings, yep. that pair. But but really, you know, like, you know, Jack Robbo is going to probably might struggle to hold on to the, that spot and one of those guys might take it. But they might not even make it to the – and so they, they don't look like they're really in the game for it either. Um, you know, watching them serve it. You're right. It's like a maybe a mid-career thing. Like, you know, they've both been – like 
fuck, I think Medina's what twelve years on tour now. Mm. Like that, that's a long time. It is. You know, same, same with John, twelve years. You know, fuck. Of course, they're thinking of other stuff, and and it's just natural, mate. They're human beings. Yeah. So the the thing is, if Chopes is absolutely pumping, uh being the last event before the WCL finals, that will change everything. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Those yeah. guys come out of Chopes with a win, Medina or John John, or especially if they they final against each other or go deep, they'll be looking at WCL completely reinvig uh, at the Rip Curl WCL finals completely reinvigorated because then it's just one yeah. comp, it's all in, and it's it's easy to sort of you know manifest the oh. energy to take that on against each other. Far out, man. Come on, Chopes. Ten, ten foot Chopes would would seriously shuffle the the, the deck a little bit. Man. Uh he, heading into heading into trestles. But then fuck it may not change trestles. You know, you no, might, you exactly. Might, you, trestles trestles ain't gonna be ten foot and and, and breaking like chopes. No. It just charges um, the uh it, what it does is it charges the crystals though of those of those sleeping exactly. giants. So yeah. that's that's what yeah. we need. We need uh we need that perineum pointed directly <laughs> into the sun and chopes to just fire in you know the big spitters. But right mate, well um look, let's uh, just have one quick eye on Brazil. Uh the top five at the moment, Griff at one, Phil at two Joao at three, Ethan at four, Medina slips into number five, Jack Rubbo slides out, uh, JJF, Italo, Connor, Ryan. Mate, oh, look, we'll get, look at the women's. Riss at one, Tyler at two, Carol at three, Molly at four, Steph and Tatty equal five. Tatty, surprising me, you just didn't see her having much of a year at all, and there she is in the top five. Says a lot about her sort of grit, but... Mate, uh, can we cop another fucking marginal event in shit surf where oh. fucking the top five shuffles slightly? I mean, what a fucking waste of time. Well, am I? Did I hear correctly that they can't go to the south end of the beach? The, no, the spinning right hander end. Um, they're up the the junky the backwash end. Is that? Did I hear that? I thought I heard that somewhere. I don't know, uh, which but if, which if that's the case. Like fucking tune me out immediately. Um, is, is, I'd probably tuned out anyway because it's running in the middle of the night. But uh, but yeah, because that's where all the best. You know, the only watchable bits of the Brazil comp from Sakarima have happened in the past. You know, five or six years since it's been there has has been down that other end. Um, otherwise, it's just this kind of seasick, backwashy, weird. You know. Yeah, it, it's well, like the, wouldn't, you wouldn't surf. You wouldn't surf it. It was out in front of your house. Yeah, the highlights are like you know, rando fucking tubes where someone gets a drainer yeah. and happens to thread it, or or yeah. those big fill airs. Like, all right, give yeah. us your picks, mate. I, like, I don't want to be the guy poo pooing the walls because you know I'm going to watch nah. it. And I'm going to froth. But uh, who who do you see? I mean. Philippe's looked going for five event wins out of the last six starts or something ridiculous like that. So I can't really see him not finaling. And uh, I think Medina could fire up here with the home crowd. Uh, he's a showman, so that could work. As far yeah, as the women's I... goes, man, oh, man, just crap shoot. I'm just going to chuck Tyler. Uh, and I think Tyler's pretty much looking well-placed, very fierce, and uh, you know the the winds are going to start coming in the tail half of the year. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd tend to reckon like yeah, Tyler's the interesting one on the women's side for me as to how like 
you know, she's been fairly dominant. Like Carissa's obviously dominant, dominant, but but Tyler's been solid all year, and and she's obviously going to you know probably be the challenger come the trestles. Um, yeah, like again, it's going to be so rando the the beach break that you might get a rando winner as mm. well, like a Katie Simmers, you know, because it, it's going to be hard to throw you know, consecutive rail turns there if it's three foot backwashy junk. Mm. Um, so maybe that, maybe that works for, for a bit of a new school win for Katie Simmers. And yeah, I agree, mate. Like you're going to have a Brazilian male winner. That's, you know, as sure as the sun yeah. rises. In the maybe East, Sammy Pupo or, or one of those yeah, guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like if Medina has to win to, to kind of, you know, help get to trestles, maybe that this is the spot, but, uh, but yeah, one of those guys will win it for sure. Sure. No, Jay and Tahiti cannot come quick enough, my brother. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> oh, thanks for your time, legend. It's uh, always so fun to have a chat. And, uh, yeah, let's have another catch-up soon. I'd love to actually trawl your brain. Uh, let's go deep on a bit of surfing world history. And and uh, don't forget, folks, if you fucking want to read something that isn't digitally invading your life, you can get a subscription to Surfing World surfingworld.com.au Shauna yeah keep the dream alive Warno. on you mate keep that defib charged up brother <laughs> thanks mate Bye, have a good mate. one competition surfing rashes oh yeah baby I can't get up pure tour nerdism